Hey everybody, I'm Eric, and today I watched round one, that is episodes one through four, of the May Young Classic. The inaugural May Young Classic. If they're, I hope they have more of these. They better have more of these. Every other year, I think it would be cool to alternate. Um, but uh, it's 2017, in case you're listening to this far into the future. This is the, the very first May Young Classic. 32 women competing at Full Sail University, University for the uh, for that May Young Trophy, the May Young Classic Trophy. Uh, I took notes on these first four episodes, and I'll continue to do this for the next four and the finale the following week um, on Twitter. I I I guess it's live tweeting because it was as I was watching it. But because they had all four episodes available all at once, right away, uh, this past Monday, I, I I kind of wish they they did it on Sunday, because then it's not like, oh you gotta watch this and now there's three hours of Raw tonight, and uh, it, it, I don't know it's a little bit too jam packed into one, especially for the first day of the week, first day of the work week. It was too too much, too much. But uh, next week is is fine. Well, it is still too much next week because next week is um, is um, next Monday when we get the next four episodes. Is uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the holiday, uh, Labor Day. That's right. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. So I'm gonna try to make sense of. I try to make sense when I was tweeting, but see if I can remember everything. There are some things that I didn't actually talk about in the tweets. Um, I did a little bit, a little bit. Uh, A couple of things that I did not tweet specifically about were uh, like my favorite entrances, favorite uh, music, favorite um, uh, ring gear, so I will mention the ones that I that I remember as I'm going through this, but uh, but anyway, let's start at the very top. We have 16 matches in round one. Uh, we opened up with okay. Before we talk about the first match, um, the actual trophy. I thought it was it's kind of weird that it, that the actual trophy doesn't look like the trophy in the logo. Uh, I guess it's kind of like an abstract, slightly abstract, minimalist representation of the trophy. But the trophy itself looks like a um, like Randy Orton frozen in a mountainside or something like that. I guess it's not. It, one hand is up, both hands are up. If they're even, if it's even supposed to resemble a human, maybe it's not, and I'm just projecting onto it. But uh, like. His 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 pose, you know the the viper pose. But uh, anyway, uh, the first match of the night was Kaylee Ray versus Prince Princessa Shugahay. Sh- no, what is her? How do you pronounce that crap? I'm already messing this up it, because it was the very first round. I was making note of like, okay, how do you pronounce her name? How do you pronounce her name? Uh, Got to remember this, and now I can't remember at all. Um, 
But uh, yeah, uh, Princessa is uh, a luchador. She's got the, the mask and everything, so that was really cool. Um, Kaylee Ray starts off by making fun of Princessa's height. Just reach, puts her hand up to do the you know the test of strength thing, but then raises her hand higher and just gives her that that smirk. Um, there are some good moments on commentary these first two episodes, but for the most part, it was, uh, I don't know, the commentary, uh, well, for all four of these episodes so far, um, they're, JR and Lita, uh, they're both great, but as far as their performance on these four episodes, uh, they don't, uh, I don't know, they don't really click with each other, and hopefully that uh, gets better on their second day of filming for the uh, next four episodes, but uh, yeah, especially these first two episodes, it got better in three and four, but that's all I'll say about that, I do have some fun quotes from them that I enjoyed, uh, the first of those quotes is, uh, JR says, maybe... Uh, Maybe I gave Princess a little too much room is something... No, did JR say that? But anyway, I was thinking the same thing. Like, she's showboating a little bit. Kaylee Ray is um, a little bit too overconfident. And Princess was able to take over, uh, take advantage of all of those breathers. Um, oh, what was that thing? Uh, there was like kind of like a backpack type of submission move that Kaylee did, and she did it earlier in the match. Was just cranking on Princess's arms, uh, and she I thought she was about to do that again, but then turned it into a, a slam of some sort. I can't remember exactly. I can't. I'm not quite picturing it in my head. A little bit. I'm picturing it a little bit like that. Um, it, it was cool. It was cool enough for me to, to tweet pretty cool. <laughs> Thought she was going to crank on her arms like earlier. Um, so I don't, I don't know. Is that her actual finisher? Um, she doesn't win the match though. Uh, Princessa kicks out and, uh, puts Kaylee into a submission hold and Kaylee taps. So Princessa moves on to the second round of the tournament. Um, so in general, th- this, that, that was a pretty fun match to o- open up uh, open up the whole tournament. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, there were only there were a couple of matches that I did not enjoy much, if at all. And, uh, I may as well talk about this now, because I don't necessarily, well, it'll probably be obvious which ones I'm talking about when I actually get to them, because either I'll be like, I I don't remember either, I don't remember, uh, anything about this match, or, um, I don't have a pick between these two, and it's kind of like, okay, I guess, uh, whoever wins this match is losing in the next round, but, uh, there were uh, a few matches. Okay, the 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 only thing that I didn't like, the, not the only thing, but the biggest thing about this first round 
that um, I I thought could have been improved was that there. I certainly understand the decision of like making everyone the effort to make everybody seem as though they're worthy competitors for each other. That, uh, and by that, I mean, for the most part, it seemed as though they were evenly met, like as far as what happens in the match and how long the match goes and like the amount of offense either competitor gets, uh, it seemed like everybody was, evenly matched uh on paper i guess but to to do that a lot of times it made the match a lot longer which then exposed more of the uh weaknesses of the eventual loser of those matches which i thought uh does more of a disservice than trying to show that they're equal by giving them equal amount of offense and that kind of thing. What I'm trying to say, I guess, is that a few of the matches should have been maybe not completely squash matches, but a lot closer to being a squash match than showing them like really evenly matched. Um, because, uh, yeah, I thought like I just, like I already said, um, having a really, okay. Say you have, a skill level 1,000 out of 1,000. And then you have a skill level of 500. And the 500, I mean, they're not bad. If you're grading on a, a, a like a school grading system, they're, it, it, that's an... Okay, let, uh, let's change it to 600. We have a... a yeah, so they're not, they're not bad. They, they didn't get by and all of that... But um, maybe they're good. Maybe, maybe they have like three or four moves or sequences that are actually around like a, a 900. And they're really good. Um, and then you have the 1,000 graded competitor who just everything they do is, is superb or, uh, or close to it. Uh, if you have... Them do everything, we'll say that the match is about, let's say the match is eight minutes. No, we'll, we'll keep it even, uh, all these base ten numbers. Ten minutes uh, of uh, competition there between these two, the 600 and the 1,000. And if you have the, the 600 level competitor, they use those three excellent moves or sequences in the match, but if they're evenly split between the amount of offense they get, the amount of time they spend on that offense, you get five minutes of 1,000 level work, and then only three moves out of the other five minutes are even close to that. Right? Uh, Of of course, the thousand level competitor could do an excellent job of uh, of, of trying to make all the uh, less than less than moves work. 
but uh, it it still doesn't. It, it's not the same. It's not the same as both competitors firing in all cylinders. However, if you instead reduce the amount of time that you're spending on uh, the the lesser quality offense, and you instead have maybe two minutes for the uh, less skilled opponent, uh, competitor, and then the five minutes, or even just, you know, the two or three, two or three minutes of the very skilled competitor, then they, they both look stronger. I feel like then you, you have the uh, less skilled opponent doing all of their best stuff, especially in this first round. If it's the only, if it's the only time we're going to see them, why not have them only do their best stuff? And then it's, uh, it's thwarted and the, uh, more skilled competitor is, uh, does, some of maybe only a little bit of their best stuff, but some sol- solid, great stuff as well. And I think it helps them both. Instead of having longer dragged on matches that drag on, not as long as this uh, this rant. Is this is this a rant? I guess you can consider this a rant. Um, so I don't know. That's the only thing. Not the only thing. I'm repeating myself now. That's the biggest thing about this first round is that um, although I appreciate the uh, the effort, I suppose, to uh, give everybody a lot of screen time, um, I think in some cases that might not have been the, uh, the best choice. But... Uh, I don't know. It was I, overall, I still liked it. So let's move on to the second match. Oh my goodness! Uh, I, I, how long did I talk about that? Like eight, nine minutes? I'm so sorry. Uh, Vanessa Bourne versus Serena Deeb, and I I had no idea what to expect going into this. Um, Serena, who's previously uh, with the WWE year, years ago. That, that sounds like a long time. It, it was more than one year ago, so it is years ago. What was that, like three, four years ago? Um, she She's back, ready for action. Um, I posted a clip from her, her uh, promo video, and um, out of context, I thought it was pretty funny because she's... Uh, she's talking about in context. She's talking about uh, the last time she was in WWE and how it was cut short before uh, it was cut shorter than she had hoped. And, and when she says that part of it, uh, it's showing her in her previous run. Uh, she has a shaved head, and so without any context, if you just have that soundbite and the images that appear on screen. During that sound bite, it sounds, it looks and sounds like she's talking about um, her, her haircut. Um, but anyway, anyway, this this match is pretty good. I don't remember a whole lot of it. Uh, Spear from Serena got her the win 
at the end. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing more of Vanessa. Um, but, uh, I am pretty excited to see more of Serena in round two. Um, uh, I, I, I took notes of headbutts that I thought would just, were just making Serena mad. Um, and then I also liked the swinging neck breaker from Vanessa. So moving on, uh, Shayna Baszler versus Zeta. And I was pretty sure that Shayna was going to win this one because she's, uh, she, she's kind of a monster. A little bit of a monster. She's uh, one of the four horsewomen of, of UFC. I believe, and uh, the her her fellow horsewomen were there at not at ringside, but uh, in the audience to watch. So that was pretty cool. Um, there were <laughs> these all these kind of like holds that um, that Zeta was trying to do, and Shayna's got this look on her face like, "Is do you really think that's going to work?" Are you kidding me? Um, the the finish of this match was kind of a a sort of it wasn't really a suplex. It was like it was kind of a pile driver type thing into a sleeper hold. What was I can't even remember exactly what the first move was, but it was it was different. And I definitely haven't seen any women do that type of um, of combination. So. Uh, well, maybe Sasha has done something like that going into the bank statement, but, um, yeah, it was pretty cool. And Shayna is, uh, moves on to round two. Uh, then we had the second best match of round one, Abby Lath versus Jazzy Gaber. Um, I like Abby a lot. But uh, Jazzy is is a monster. She could. She looks like she could. Uh, what I tweeted was that she could probably knock out a lion with one hand behind her back, maybe even both hands behind her back. Just kick that lion in the face. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this this match was was awesome. Uh, the bursts of punches from Jazzy were really cool watch some of the the fun and unique counters and dodges by Abby were cool like when she went down into the splits to avoid some of Jazzy's attacks that was great um and Abby eventually wins with the alligator clutch kind of a, out out of nowhere and I I wasn't expecting it. I was I was absolutely happy about it but uh, you take a look at those two looking at each other across the ring, and you and you you get you worry about one of them, about what they're what they're about to face. Uh, but as it turns out, they both had reason to be worried. Um, so yeah, that was my second fa- safe <sighs> second favorite. Oof, that was my second favorite match of. Round one. Uh, my my favorite match wouldn't come until episode four, so I'm gonna I'm gonna speed along to get to that. Uh, we had Marci- Mar- 
Mercedes Martinez versus Zaya Lee. Uh, this was Lee's first match ever. She's trained in Kung Fu. Oh, I, I typed it as King Fu. Good job, me. Totally messed that up. Um, and Sanda. Sanda is, um, I believe, Chinese wrestling. A form of Chinese wrestling. Um, I've, and I was looking forward to see that kind of thing um, in the ring. What what kind of influence that has on her. Um, Mercedes is ruthless. Uh, her, her, her video, she had kind of a mean streak to her in the video, but is, it kind of seemed like this sort of thing, like, oh, she's a little bit of all talk and no action, but she's in the ring, she, she backs it up with, um, with her ruthless attitude. Um, I thought this was an excellent match, uh, for Zia Lee. Her, her first match ever, I thought she did an excellent job considering that. And um, I've heard that she is signed for NXT. And uh, if she keeps going with uh, utilizing the, the Kung Fu style, um, the Kung Fu influence into uh, into her wrestling style, I think that would be so awesome to see develop. Um, JR says she's won many tournaments, just not in this genre. So all kinds of, uh, martial arts tournaments. Um, she has a bunch of spinning kicks again with the, the Kung Fu influence, but uh, in the end, Zaya taps out to Mercedes and, uh, Mercedes moves on to round two. Then we had Rachel Evers versus Marty Bell. Um, Rachel Evers is Paul Ellering's daughter, so I was kind of hoping for an Authors of Pain run-in to help her out. Um, Rachel, up to this point, had my favorite ring gear. Ring gear. Uh, very superhero-like, and it was like green and yellow, which, who does that remind me of? Who wears green and yellow? Is it... Um, Green Arrow? No, he doesn't have any yellow on his stuff. I, I can't remember. I, I don't know who I'm thinking of. But, uh, yeah, I, I really like her ring gear. And it's the most... Uh, my favorite ring gear, I'll just jump right ahead to it. It's uh, Kyrie Sane. Uh, pirate, princess, awesome. Everything about Kyrie is so great. Um, and I am so excited to see more from her, but, uh, yeah, but hers has, yeah, she's a pirate. She has pirate stuff. She's wearing pirate stuff. Um, Rachel's has my favorite. That's like, oh, it's, it's just cool ring gear. It doesn't have anything to do with like, oh, she is a superhero or anything like that. My third favorite, I think would be Sarah Logan. Um, I'll talk about that more when we get to her match, which I think is really close to this. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a few, it's like two matches away. Anyhow, um, do, 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 uh, Rachel wins this match and moves on to round two where she will face Abby. 
So I am a bit torn on who to root for there. Because I like them both. They're both a lot of fun to watch. Uh, Rhea Ripley versus Miranda Salinas. I was rooting for Rhea because she's Australian and because she likes kicking faces. I am fully supportive of both of those things. Um, <laughs> I forget who, maybe it was Lita who said this. They said, Miranda is the underdog in this match. And I thought, hey, is that a short joke? She's like five foot, maybe less than five foot. She talks about it in her video. And Rhea Ripley is six feet tall. And is, uh, she has... Uh, kind of similar to, to Charlotte, like a very athletic look, but not like, uh, athletic bodybuilder type look, like, um, like Jazzy does. Jazzy is like pure muscle, whereas Rhea is, um, I mean, it looks like she just came from winning a soccer tournament, like a high profile soccer tournament. Um, since she has a soccer player, um, and th- having her her offense is very kicked based. She had this one like missile drop kick into the corner that was just so freaking awesome, um, and uh, I'm really glad that she won, and is moving on to the next. Well, despite her uh, strong kicks and stuff, she won the match with a full Nelson slam. Um, so I am looking looking. Um, Looking forward to see her round two match. Uh, yeah, I said that that drip, that drop kick, the drip kick. Has anybody ever done a drip kick? Uh, it was looked like a straight out of Mortal Kombat or a dive kicker or dive kick. The the game where all you can do is jump and then and kick, jump and dive kick. Anyway, up next. <laughs> Hold on. What's happening? Okay, that that was... I don't know what that was. Um, my third favorite match... Or my thir- third favorite ring gear. Maybe my third... Fa- I, I don't know what my third favorite match was. Um, Sarah Logan. She's from Kentucky. And uh, she has just a, a cool look. And I like her a lot in general. Um, I wrote... That I'm rooting for Sarah since she had my second favorite match last week on NXT. She fought Peyton Royce, and uh, it was a lot of fun to watch. Um, Sarah faced Mia Yim. Um, also, Sarah's music reminded me of Justified, and anything that reminds me of Justified is great. Uh, JR says, she's the only one in her family who has been on an airplane or been kicked this hard. <laughs> Um, let's see, let's see what else happens in there. Oh, Mia wins with her finisher, Eat Defeat. I thought, I thought he said Eat The Feet. But, I mean, that's the pun. So, clever, clever. Um, yeah, Mia wins and moves on to round two. Uh, that, I've... I stopped watching from the night to go see Terminator 2 in 3D. I will post my review of that soon. Um, and I also saw Good Time. So I saw two movies in between 
episodes two and three. I will also post a review of that very soon. Uh, on to episode three, Tony Storm versus Aisha Raymond. I was rooting for Tony Storm. She's unique. She's fun. And all of that. Aisha also has a really cool look. I like the like cat makeup. And uh, yeah. And this match was, was pretty, pretty fun. But Aisha, well, after a visit to Hip Attack City... That's not what they call it. But Tony Sarnas hits her with the hip attack to the face like three times in a row. Um, Aisha wastes... She gets the upper hand for a second, but she wastes too much time like trying to rile up the fans and working them. And uh, Tony's able to take advantage and gets the win. Up next, we had Dakota Kai versus Kavita Devi. Um, Okay, so... Davi and, um, who's the other one? It was... I think it was, I think it was Reyna. Their ring gear was very subpar. It's, uh, just plain... The entire thing for both of them basically was a, just one solid colored fabric, and I don't know. It's the they they weren't very. Uh, they didn't draw much attention to them. It didn't scream like ah, I'm I'm a fighter or anything like that. It was just like, oh, here's some here's some clothes because you, you have to wear some clothes. So I, I don't know. I, I what happened there? Whatever happened there? Um, I felt like I was kind of doing both of them a, a disservice to not have some cool, really cool ring gear. But maybe that's what they wanted to wear. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I won't judge any more than I already have. Uh, anyhow, uh, Davi had some very powerful offense, um, but in the end. We got an awesome run around the ring followed by a kick to the face and then a double stomp off of the top rope by Dakota Kai and she got the win. Uh, There's a tweet put out there by Dakota in response to someone asking her what she calls that move and there is no name for it yet. Um, her other finisher is called uh, TTYL talk to you later it's uh basically a detonation kick pretty cool the the clips that i saw of her doing it it's pretty awesome uh she she did not do that in this match as i just said uh what she did do um so i thought that she should call this move the the lap around the ring into the uh, kick to the face the brb because she's like, hey, hey, be right back. Kick to the face. Um, no, no, no responses yet. I uh, did tweet tweet that out, but uh, maybe maybe we can make that happen. It's called the BRB. Um, okay. Up next, we had Bianca Belair versus Sage Beckett. 
this was another match I didn't know who I was I was rooting for. Bianca Belair has the long uh, braided hair, and she uses that as a weapon, and she wins the match with the hair whip followed by a spear. Um, this is, yeah, I may as well say it. This is one of those matches that I thought um, was made weaker by being as long as it was. It could have been a lot shorter and made both of them, um, made, made both of their performances a lot better, I think. Um, and it was the kind of thing where, okay, one of them, I think this is the match I'm thinking about, um, Sage was doing an excellent job of uh, selling Bianca's offense. Um, so Bianca's attacks ended up looking really great, but going the other direction, uh, it, it wasn't reciprocated, I felt. And so it made, I don't, and it didn't make, it didn't make sense. The whole thing seemed kind of backwards. So, yeah, uh, that, let's move on. Let's move on. I think I've, I got my kind of point across about that. Piper Niven versus Santana Garrett was next. I was super rooting for Santana Garrett because she reminds me of Supergirl's mom on the CBS CW show. Um, th that character, Allura, and also Astra, her twin sister, is played by Laura Benanti. Um, so, I mean, her likeness to that character, to that actor, is... Uh, there, there's, a resem there's a resemblance there. But also, because uh, her ring gear, she has kind of a superhero look as well. They refer to her as a Wonder Woman and that kind of thing. Um, that that add, added even more as for my perception of her. And so, yeah, yeah. I was really excited for this match. I mean, it was a fun match. This was uh, definitely the best match of the episode. I mean, it closed the episode out. And uh, Piper ended up getting the win. I, I'm looking forward to seeing more from both of them. I'm not sure. I looked at the list of people who are confirmed to be signed for NXT or WWE in general, whatever. And, uh, I don't remember if Santana is on there or if Piper is on there. Um, now that we're talking about it, I was planning on only seeing, watching this one episode and then saving the next one for the next day. Cause it was getting a little bit late, but I, I got so into that match, uh, Piper versus Santana that I decided, all right, but I'm just going to, Get right through it. Got it. Finish this out. And episode four opened up with Renee Michelle versus Candice LeRae. And even before seeing any of this tournament, I have been rooting for Candice because uh, all of the matches I've seen uh, um, from her are so fun to watch. Uh, she's such a great performer. And... Yeah, I'm 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 rooting for her to go all the way. Uh she wins and I didn't 
I, I didn't write any notes for that match. Just watch it. It's pretty it's pretty fun. Um next up we had Lacey Evans versus Tainara Conti. Um I thought it was really cool that we have a competitor from Brazil. Um but I thought uh, Lacey's gonna gonna get this one. She has this as far as pure confidence and like a fully formed character. I feel like Lacey is just on a whole other level from everybody else in the competition so far. Ky- okay, I have I, already met- mentioned that Kyrie is my favorite. She's so awesome in every way. But, well, maybe it's, it's partly because I, I don't speak Japanese. I, I don't know exactly what she's saying or, like, kind of the the attitude of what she's saying, I guess. It, not like you could tell... It, it's not as easy to tell what kind of character, what kind of uh, kind of oomph behind it she has as far as like mannerisms or thing or things like that that represent a pirate. Um, whereas Lacey, I mean, it's very clear what her character is, what she's all about, and all of that. And uh, in her video, I was thinking, oh man, I could definitely see her. Doing one of those awesome Fourth uh, of July, Memorial Day uh, promos uh, about uh, honoring uh, the country, honoring the soldiers, all that kind of stuff, and remembering them and everything. I could see her doing that kind of thing, like we see John Cena do, and. Yeah, I am excited to see just where where she go like how 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 things can how things will go for her. Um we're we're getting close to the end. I I'm sorry not to be able to remember not to be able to form the words that I mean to form. But uh, yeah, she's so confident, and uh, she's very much the uh, the role model, the inspiration, the 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 never give up attitude type. That's um, that's really cool, really cool to see. Um, okay, Lacey wins, and she moves on to round two. Uh, next, we had Nicole Savoy versus Reina Gonzalez. And Savoy wins by making Gonzalez tap out. But they mentioned that she has uh, some problems with her knee from that match. So maybe that will come into play. That will be used as a justification for her loss in the next round against whoever she faces, I guess. Probably. I could try to remember... To see if they do mention her knee again, so we'll find we'll find out, I suppose. And that brings us to the match of the night of the day of the round one: Kyrie Sane versus Tessa Blanchard. Uh, Kyrie is my other all the way pick, along with Candice LeRae. Um, 
And she also has my favorite ring gear. She has my favorite music of the tournament. Oh yeah, there's somebody who had air horns in their music, and I it made me groan. Like, like, are you what? Why are there air horns? Is that really adding to this music at all? Come on, come on. Um, Kyrie. She does all kinds of great stuff in this match. Uh, but she wins after her famous elbow drop off the top. Um, awesome, awesome match. And I can't wait to see her upcoming round two performance. Uh, so the next batch of episodes is on Monday. I am really excited for that. And uh, to review Best Ring Gear. Kyrie Sane. Favorite match. Kyrie Sane versus Tessa Blanchard. Uh, favorite music. Kyrie Sane. And uh, best character and performance of that character. Lacey Evans. Um, and of course, all of the other uh, awesome things that I mentioned throughout. So that's it. I could talk more about all of this, but uh, my my language skills would break down even more if I continued much further. So I will end it there. Let me know what you thought about round one of the May Young Classic by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review on iTunes, and support the show even more at patreon.com slash todayiwatched. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll be back real soon with round two and quarterfinals and semifinals in episodes 5 through 8 of the May Young Classic. Bye!